on this episode of Shooting the Shit with Saiyans. This dude was in the Xbox party. I swear to God, I thought he was going to actually burst out in tears, like real tears. Like, he was like, bro, he won't throw the ball. He's not doing the ball. Like, he'll never throw a touchdown to him. Bro, why are you fucking crying? You, you were down by literally 50 points and you thought you were going to win? You thought you were going to win. You thought you had a chance. Like, he's just, he was just in the party about to cry. He's fucking, I'm done with this league. I'm seeing everybody trades. Who wants this trash can of a team? And my lock of the week is the Seattle over 55. Love the bet. Can't wait to see it. Bet my fucking picks. You'll win money, bro. Call your bookie. You'll win money. Or you'll go fucking even. I guarantee it. I'm guaranteed stamp. Guaranteed stamp, motherfucker. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I am who I am. My name is my name. And welcome into episode 71 of Shooting the Shit with Sands, man. How are we doing? How are you doing? It's going to be a long pod today, so we're just going to get to the, the shit we're covering. How about that, man? We are going to go full screen here. We are we are covering some gambling picks. I am scorching hot right now, guys. I am scorching hot right now with my gambling picks, okay? We're going to go over gambling picks for week three, all right? We're going to do my fantasy uh, recap. And, yeah, man, just talk some football, go over some of the games, I don't know if I'll cover the Ben Simmons thing. I, I'm, I'm just going to say no. I think I will I will cover it as it develops more, right? I heard the best point today by Nick Wright while I was driving to work. The reason he is not getting traded early in the season, this is just a fact. Everyone loves their team right now. Everyone. You go through the offseason and you go, bro, this team is... We got a we got a we got a good team here. You know what you are. You may think you're a piece away, but to get Ben, you got to trade a piece. So it's just one of those times of the year where the off season's back uh, for basketball. We're getting into the season. We're only like two weeks away from preseason games. Get to see get to see Kalo in a fucking Heat uniform. Can't wait. Can't wait to see that team play together. I think we'll be great. I think we're a fifty win team. We're gonna kill everybody, but. Let's just cover the NFL right now, man. Let's cover the NFL. I'm going to get on this laptop to the right here, and we're going to go NFL scores week two. I'm going to go over what I saw in the games that I watched, okay? Uh, and we're going to cover the Bucks first. Now, I, I'm not going to go super deep with these games, obviously, because there's it's a whole slate. I can't sit here and talk for 45 minutes about every single game that happened, Uh but yeah, man, week, oh, shit, I'm on week one, what the fuck? All right, week two, started off with the Giants and Washington football team. You saw my reaction on Twitter. I died. And it cut off. It cut off. I cried. I died. Daniel Jones is not that much better than Taylor Heineke, which is hilarious. Saquon isn't bouncing to the outside like he usually does. It's very odd. He will usually take a hit, kind of bounce back. And then try to go to the outside. Maybe he gets some losses. Maybe he doesn't. But that's why they drafted Saquon. By the way, I feel like I'm off Adderall right now. 
I just had an energy drink after I took a nap. I'm feeling great. The energy's high. The energy's high. The energy's high. All right? All right? Now, Saquon just, that's why you drafted him, though. Dude, he would have games at Penn State where he would have 11 carries for 24 yards. And then next thing you know, these fucking cars, dude. This dude drives a goddamn 1984 Honda Civic and puts a goddamn muffler as big as my fat fucking face on it and thinks it's a goddamn Mega Man race car. Okay? What was his name? Wasn't Mega Man. What Mega Man wasn't even a racer. Street ra Speed Racer. Speed Racer, I think. Was that his? I don't fuck. Anyways, anyways, I think it was Mega Man. Anywho. Yeah, and he would just bust the 80-yard run after getting two yards of carry, and that's why you drafted him. But he's not looking like he can do that. I think next year he will be totally fine. I think next year he's going to look amazing, to be honest. But we'll have to see. Raiders, Steelers. Raiders are on fire. Derek Carr has the most passing yards in the NFL, averaging over 400 yards per game. And I'm a genius, actually. I picked up Sam Donald and set of him off the waiver wire while Ryan Tannehill's pissing the bed. I think the Steelers' defense is amazing. I think their offense sucks. I think last year people thought, fantasy-wise, their offense was good because Big Ben, once again, he threw like he literally threw, I think, the ball 605 times. I, I don't know. Their O-line sucks. He's hurt this week. He got like a... He hurt his pectoral or something like that, and they don't know he's going to play. They don't know if he's going to be 100%. It's Big Ben, bro. He just gets injured so you can say how good he played while he was hurt. Dead ass. So, I don't know. Their offense sucks, man. Najee Harris. He had a great stiff arm, but I feel bad for the guy. Because when you watch Najee play, you see it. He has it. The it factor. And if they can sure up that O-line, he's going to be an amazing player in fantasy and in just real life in general. Uh, next game, 49ers-Eagles. Eagles, you beat the fucking Falcons. Okay? Beat the Falcons. Do, do you understand? Did you see what we did to the Falcons? The Bucks. did you see what we did? They're not that hard to beat. They suck, man. Matt Ryan looks horrific. Anyways, we'll get to that in a second. 49ers-Eagles is one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. There's a cup, there's another game on here I'm going to talk about. The Dolphins, or the, the Cowboys and the Chargers was one of the worst football games I've ever seen in my life. And it wasn't because the teams were bad. It's because the fucking refs wouldn't keep the flags in their pocket. So, and I had the over, so I was heartbroken. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. They had a lot of mistakes, a lot of errors that, you can't have in a football game, like having a 91-yard pass to Quez Watkins. I think that's his name, right? And then not scoring. They didn't score. You, you hear 91-yard pa pass, you think it's a touchdown. No, they didn't score on that drive when they got a 91-yard pass. Kind of fucking insane when you think about it. 49ers aren't good either. They're down four running backs. I think, uh, Hunter, what's his name? Terrence Mitchell. Is that his name? No, Hunter. His name is not Terrence. I keep doing this. His name is Terrace Marshall, and he plays for the fucking Panthers, bro. His name is Elijah, correct? Elijah? God. That's the only one that's going to be healthy. Hasty had an ankle issue, I believe. Trey Sermon 
Holy fucking Christ. He got hit with a sledgehammer on the back of his head. Like, he got murdered. And I'm not even trying to make a joke. Like, Wikipedia probably put his death, his death day on there. His day of mortality. Okay? And they're just looking unhealthy at running back. But 49ers are not impressing me. They're not. Don't. Mm, not impressive. They scored on the Lions, which everybody can do. I can play quarterback against the Lions with no knees and score. This game, they looked bad against a defense that has... We I don't know if the Eagles' defense has improved. We're in week two. And I'm not going to go to... I'll, I'll make some hot takes, but I'm not going to go that far to say the Eagles' defense sucks or they improved. They have to have improved from last year. But they can't be like top ten now, you know? They made throughout the course of the season, but we'll have to see. I didn't like that game. I watched like five seconds of it. Um, because I was going against Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders in fantasy, and then I turned it on the third quarter and it was seven to three. And I said, "Oh no!" Texans and Browns. Um, Baker Mayfield went out. Texans have become a great team. Good teams win. Great teams cover the spread. You understand me? They're covering the spread. I don't know if they cover tomorrow. Or today, when I'm recording, it's Thursday, right? No, tomorrow is Thursday. I also, when we get to the gambling, I got Carolina at three and a half point favorites because Tyrod Taylor was not ruled out yet. I bet it on fucking Monday. Yeah, I bet on. No, I bet on Sunday night football on accident or Sunday morning on accident because it popped up. The Thursday night game popped up like it was part of the slate. And I was like, do it. I'm telling people in the party, like, yeah, I got Texans. Uh, three or uh, Panthers three and a half. They're like, who are they playing? I'm like the Panthers. They're like, no, they're playing the Saints. I'm like, fuck. Uh, but yeah, Texans, Browns, Browns are gonna stomp them. Nick Chubb is amazing. I think people overreacted. Like I said at the beginning of the year, before the season started, people overreacted to that Kareem hunting him splitting the backfield. No, he missed four games. Kareem's passed. Kareem scored some touchdowns after Nick Chubb came back and people overreacted fantasy-wise, right? Pull this hat down. And I just didn't believe in it. I didn't. Do my eyes look immaculate right now? Like, I look fucking fine as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. But yeah, Browns, one of the best rosters in the NFL. Arguably, probably a top two, three roster overall. I think they're the, the second best roster in the league next to us. And then the Chiefs don't have one of the best rosters, bro. Their defense sucks. We'll get into that in a second. Jaguars, Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater. Guys, the Broncos. Amazing defense. This is what they needed. They, do Mr. Lynch. John Lynch. Hunter Elway. What is wrong with me? I'm getting white guys mixed up. I'm getting black guys mixed up. I don't know what I'm doing. <sighs> Mr. Elway, we don't need a 6'6 white quarterback. Get Teddy in there. He's not going to turn the ball over, bro. Just make sure you don't have have to have him win a game for you. Do I believe in the Broncos as a contender? No. I think their home field advantage is something that isn't talked about enough. But it's, it's talked about a little bit when they play elite teams. But when they play shitty teams, and they weren't at home this week. I'm just saying, like, talking about playoffs. Gets cold, high altitude. Brady always struggled there when he was in New England. They beat the Jags by 10. I wasn't impressed. I think their defense obviously is amazing. 
obviously. You know, they got Justin Simmons, Vaughn Miller's back, Bradley Chubb, I believe, is hurt. Like, they're just they're just loaded on defense, okay? And we'll have to see how they go throughout the seasons. Broncos and Raiders, guys, are first in the uh, AFC West. Tied for first. You're talking about the Chargers and the fucking Chiefs looking up to them. And I got the Chiefs losing this, or the, the Chargers losing this week to the Chiefs. So they're going to be one and two in last place. Insane to think about. Next game, Saints-Panthers. Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston is back. Jameis Winston is back, bro. Barely threw for 100 yards again. <laughs> like, he threw 118 yards and 110. Oh, my God. Sam Darnold looks efficient with a real coach as well. Love to see it. And the thing is, he does, he's going to throw a pick a game damn near every week. He's going to throw a pick every week probably. But that's just him taking risks. I don't know. I like risk-taking quarterbacks. Does that mean you need to throw an interception? No, but... I think as he is learning a new system and is developing in this system, I think he finally gets to develop as a quarterback. I think that's unspoken of. Like, We think people's development process is done when they're on a shitty team or when they're in their third year or their fourth year. Like, No, I think quarterbacks can develop more, mostly when you're coming from a place that Sam Darnold came from where you really didn't have shit on offense. You... You had some weapons, if you want to call Jamison Crowder and Robbie Anderson a weapon. You know what I mean? And O-line stunk. Like, you can't do anything about it. He was on the Jets, bro. What is he going to do, dude? Like, shit. And then he comes to the Panthers. And I would say an example, even though Dak has had a great system around him, as in personnel and things of that nature I think Dak has been able to develop each year he's still developing into a better quarterback you can't tell me he doesn't look better than he did two seasons ago or a season ago he's developing into man I mean Dak is Dak is going to be in that top seven range within no time and most of the time people like me who are Cowboys haters if a, if a team if I hate a team and I'm calling your QB top 10 he's probably top seven and, you know, that top 7-10 range is always jumbled. Just him being a top 10 quarterback, he should be happy about that because he's developing to a really good quarterback because they have developed the system. Now they've changed the system, right? Just like, just like Sam Darnold. Now he has a complementary system other than Dak, who they're like, this dude's so fucking good, he can carry an offense by himself. Let's throw this bitch around 45 times, which I respect. But now Sam Darnold can play quarterback. He doesn't have to run around and try to make spectacular throws when they're down 17-0 to in the first quarter. I've always been a believer in Sam Darnold, but I could be wrong on that, and I don't think the, the Panthers are going to be a contender or something. I think the stigma behind him, the stench that people have towards Sam Darnold, will be done. See, I'm moving slow. I keep talking too much. Thought I made some good points. Talk too much. Rams-Colts, the uh, 27-24, Rams win. Panthers 126-7. Broncos 123-13. I'm not saying the scores like a dumbass. Rams over the Colts 27-24. Yes, I know I repeated it. Don't fucking correct me. This game was amazing. It sucked that Carson Wentz wasn't in there. And the thing that Carson Wentz unfortunately will not get credit for is playing. <laughs> Dude, he's been playing fantastic. For what he has. I've watched both uh, Colts games. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but I have. 
like in whole, like straight up the whole game. His offensive line is horrendous this year. That offensive line can't get it together. And we can do that he's holding the ball too long or whatever. He's been throwing dime pieces to pe- when people are in his face mask. So, and and the they made the Seahawks pass rush look elite two Sundays ago. Thought it was incredible. I think Carson Wentz has played as good as he can play for the Colts this year with that O-line. But they didn't pull it out. Matthew Stafford did not have the greatest of games, but him and Cooper Cup have a connection that is scary as fuck for this league. And Matthew Stafford with a real offensive coordinator, I'm not saying he's developing, Jesus Christ, that motherfucker. One of the most talented, wasted quarterback careers, not of all time, but of our current generation. He's probably the most wasted talent I've ever seen. So, just pure talent. I know he's never been in a playoff game. What do you mean? Pure talent, bro. Pure talent. Bills and Dolphins. I don't speak on sexual assault, so I'm not going to speak on that game. 35-0. Patriots, Jets. Damian Harris with a fucking run that saved his season. Thank you, Landon, for tweeting that. I literally thought the same exact thing, dude. He ran over 45 people and killed their will for the game. I'm not going to shit on Zach Wilson for throwing four picks. You're going against Belichick. That is that is his easiest day at the office as a rookie QB. His disguises, his blitzes, his everything. His everything is just going to murder your, your defense. So they won 25-6. I had the Patriots covering that game. Bears-Bengals was one of those other games. I was listening on the radio on the way home. Unfortunately, that was the only game they had on <laughs> on ESPN Radio. And and I usually have my car, but my battery died that morning, so I had to use Nia's car, and I didn't have XM Radio, or I would have been listening to most of the games. It was a flag every play. How many penalties did they have? I didn't even look. Let's go look. They had stats. They had... Damn, in the Jets, I didn't even just eat either. They had 12 penalties and five turnovers that game. Andy Dalton goes down, and we have Justin Fields, man. I think that's crazy. It's his time to shine. Then the Bucks. oh, my God, murdering the Falcons. I think we have – oh, God. These motherfuckers talking about bets. I got my friends gambling now. This is horrible. One of my friends at Xbox Party, not going to name names, now lives in a a legal gambling state. So we just send him money, and he just cashes us out instantly if we win. And, dude, I made a lot of money off that shit, and I just put it into crypto. But, yeah, Buccaneers have problems on defense, and I've told you all this since last year. The formula to beating us is what the Saints did on that beautiful Sunday night, 38-3. to Dink and dunk, dink and dunk, dink and dunk. You're not going to be any of our corners downfield. Jamel Dean will get toasted, but what they don't show, they show the lowlights of him getting toasted and get beat deep. They don't show his highlights of him getting toasted deep, but he's so fucking fast. 4-3 speed, legit 4-3. He will catch up to that fucking ball. If you don't have A-Rod, if you don't have, I mean, he picked A-Rod off last year, you know? So... This defense has problems in the secondary, though. It's undeniable. It's kind of getting scary for me. I don't like that. And I thought the Falcons ran the ball well. I'm like, damn, the Falcons are running on us. They had 50 yards rushing. (laughs) You can't run the ball on us. A standout in this game, 
obviously Mike Edwards, two pick sixes, but for the Falcons, Cordero Patterson picked him up in fantasy, had the number one waiver wire. I had to get him. Luckily, I got him while AB went down. So now I have a dude in Cordero Patterson who is an RB and a wide receiver. That's one of those glitches in fantasy that I love. I thought last year Taysom Hill being a tight end was kind of corny. I hated that shit. And that won some people some weeks. People forget that part about our fantasy league last year when that happened. One of the most odd situations ever. Vikings-Cardinals electric game. This game is weird. I don't get it. It was odd. Kirk Cousins is like bad but good. Like horrible but great. And this poor Dalvin Cook dude, bro. This poor Dalvin Cook dude. (laughs) He, is, he was face down on the turf twice, not looking good for him. They just put so much on his plate, and he opens up the whole offense, and it sucks. I hate to see it. They're running a lot more three wide receiver sets, though. That's why that uh, Dansby, is that his name? I don't know. Hold on, let me go look. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Sorry. Oz- <laughs> Dansby Hunter. <laughs> I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Osborne. This dude, Osborne. Has been doing well in fantasy this year. Really has. He's been doing well. I don't know if it stays consistent, but with Irv Smith out, I think it will. And I think that's why they're scoring a lot of points because teams didn't expect that from them this year. Uh, Titan Seahawks got the over on that bet. Amazing game. Russell Wilson was seeing a little bit of pressure. And both these teams, it's weird, man. Like The Seahawks... Had the same, it's like the what I talk about the Portland Trailblazers every year. They have the same problem every year. They can't get big stops. They can stop you here and there, but they can't get the big ones. They refuse to help Russ on the O line. It's him scrambling back and forth. And then the one time it doesn't work, it's at the end of the game and he gets sacked. And he almost got a safety to lose the game. It was kind of shitty. But Tyler Lockett's killing. Derrick Henry, humongous game. Julio had the, one of the best no catches of all time. I don't know how that's not a rule with your toe hits. That's kind of stupid to me. I bet with the complaining about it, apparently it's like unanimously with NFL players, they want it to be a rule. But that was a fantastic game to watch. I watched one, uh, that one start to finish too with the, not not like wholeheartedly, you know, because the Bucks game was on. Like I have three screens. I had, sorry, my fucking computer just went on sleep mode. I freaked out. I had Cowboys, Bucks, Titans, Seahawks. So, yeah, it was a great game. What I saw from the Titans is what we've seen last year. Horrendous secondary. They have to run the ball to kill the clock to keep their defense off the field. And even if they do keep their defense off the field, they will give up 30-plus points every game. Damn near. Cowboys, Chargers. That was 33 to 30. Bucks won 48 to 25. Cardinals won 34 to 33. I had the spread on the Cardinals game. Three and a half Cardinals. Fuck. Cowboys Chargers. Cowboys win 20 to 17. Horrendous game to watch. And Cowboys fans, I clapped back at Landon. He was on vacation. He may have had a little sip, sip, drank, drank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was my off day. I was sip sipping. Drank drinking too, buddy. Or was I off? No, I was probably just drinking, huh? No, I'm kidding. Oh, it was NFL Sunday. That that counts as an off day for me. Okay. <laughs> I was I was sipping a little bit too and I clapped back at him. So him, bro, good luck. When you when I watched that Cowboys game, I was like, how are the Cowboys losing one? 
And two, how many fucking times are the Chargers, or yeah, how are the Cowboys winning, and how how many points are the Chargers going to get taken off the board? It was crazy to me. And that isn't like, oh, against the Cowboys, but Cowboys fans have to realize, you have 200 yards in penalties for you. You have 200 yards of penalties for your defense or for your offense, and you are 1-1, and and you should probably be 0-2. Okay? But like I said, you can't be shoulda, coulda, wouldas, bro, right? Hand, uh, hand grenades and horseshoes. Horseshoes, hand grenades. Shit, boy. But that was a terrible game to watch. The Tony Pollard, Zeke thing, I trolled. My comparison was, and it's not even close to a comparison, is Naheem Hines better than Jonathan Taylor? That's what I was thinking in my head. Naheem Hines isn't as close to being as talented as Tony Pollard is. But I think that, once again, it's a change of system. We're, Cowboys fans aren't looking at it right, and neither are the haters saying Tony Pollard's better. I think that in this system, Tony Pollard is a better fit for the system. Not saying he's more talented. Not saying anything like that. But when Cowboys fans remember Zeke, they remember two tight ends. Run the ball up their ass. We're running. We're up the gut. We're running seven yards on first down. Play action, roll out, dump off to the tight end deck. Nah, I don't know. Y'all got a running back that can motion and cook corners now. Motion out wide, cook corners, get mismatches everywhere. Zeke does not have mismatch potential. He doesn't. And he didn't make one dude miss in the open field. And the Chargers, that is their biggest problem. Linebacker play is horrendous for them. But once again, I think Zeke is more talented than him. I'm just providing the point behind other people playing devil's advocate. Chiefs and Ravens was an all-time classic. Saw two guys go crazy. And then Andy Reid hands the ball off to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the worst moment. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Why are you handing the ball off there? But why is he fumbling too? But at the same time, why are you handing it off there? Away, Owe, I don't know how to say his name, from Oklahoma, I believe. That dude's fucking incredible. That dude, the Ravens don't miss on drafts, even without Ozzie Newsome, and I don't get how the fuck they do it. They have, like, shot 100% for, like, 20 years. You just go down the the line of Ravens draft picks, you're like, Hall of Famer, Gold Jacket, Hall of Famer, Gold Jacket was a very good player. They had three players. Who was the fucking left tackle, bro? I'm looking it up. Sorry, guys. It's not Paya. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Ravens. Best line ever. It's going to pop him like no shit. Jonathan Ogden? God damn, Hunter. Jesus. Yeah, I remember, I, I remember him too. Uh, they had a Loey Nada. Oh my God, dude. Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs. Ugh. Ed Reed, Rod Woodson. I don't know if they drafted him. I'm just looking at oh, I remember Marshall Ro- Yonda. Orlando Brown's a good player. Like, dude, they, Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, it was in a fantastic game. I hit the over and my player props and shit like that. So it was a fun game to watch. Packers, Lions, a response from Aaron Rodgers. I don't like his whole, like, dude, y'all need to relax, man. We're fine. You played the fucking Lions, dude. Of course you're fine. Quit acting like you don't give a fuck. And he's amazing, and I don't even hate Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers, but, dude, calm down with that shit. Be like, yeah, we blew it tonight. 
the Jameis Winston fucked us up. But I'm not going to talk about that game. Packers, Saints, sexual assault. I'm not going to talk about that. It's horrible. There you go. So that's the NFL wrap-up. After this, I'm going to take a break. I need some water. I've been just... I'm going to get some water. And we're going to talk gambling picks for about 15 minutes. We're going to get into those those fantasy recaps. I'm going to do about 10 minutes apiece. Uh, I already recorded them. I got a little rant for y'all. Okay? Got a little rant, so... Why are you asking me if I'm okay? Go check on them. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hang tight. Okay, guys. We are in the week two recap. All right. As you can see, I lost on Monday Night Football. This is my 12-man standard league. I lost uh, on Monday Night Football to Aaron Jones. Single-handedly whooped my ass, man. He did. Him and DeAndre Swift did enough. I lost by four. Three and a half points, really. And the thing is, these don't fucking... Thought I was mad? I, what is there for me to be mad about? I'm putting up 102. I'm putting up 100 every week, bro. Once again, you can't be like, why am I? Like Chris in the group chat goes, how we feeling, fella? And I was like, what are you talking about? How about you ask this guy how he's fucking feeling? How about you ask... The Lord is Naji Taji, how he's feeling. He's putting up 62 fucking points, losing by 62. How about you ask him how he's feeling? Like, I wasn't even, I'm not mad about the loss. Why are you asking me how I'm feeling about my team when I'm one of like, I'm one of half the league that put up 100? Only seven people put up 100 and I was one of them. You're asking me how I'm doing? How about we ask Hoss how he's doing and his team ain't bad? He got trampled on. He got trampled on and lost by 60. How about you ask them how they're doing? I know you're angry. I know, Chris. I know you're angry. You fucking scored 11 points against the 49ers who don't even look decent at playing football. They don't even look decent. Your quarterback only got you some points because he ran a one-yard touchdown which is what he's going to do all season. He's not going to throw the ball around. You're fucking starting running back over here. You think he's going to be he's, he's going to be the best two, the, 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 the one of the faces of the league at running back. He said this three years ago. He's going to be one of the faces of the league at running back. It's Philly fans. It's that Philly fan bullshit. He's starting Devontae Smith again. Bench him or cut him because he ain't going to do shit, bro. He's going against one of the worst secondaries in the league in San Francisco. They're cutting people. Everybody's hurt. They can't do shit out there. They're ass. And you're starting Devontae Smith. He drops a nice, nice 16 yards asking me how I'm doing. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm dropping 102. I don't even have a quarterback playing. Ryan Tannehill's playing like dog shit. I'm doing great in this league. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I know you, you're so happy you went off a miracle. You would have went 0-2. You would have started trading with the fucking bottom feeders of the league again. You would have been in panic mode. Because you're like, I can't. I know his I know his mindset. I can't let it leak. I can't let the, the faucet leak at the bottom. Because the pipes burst. The pipes burst when you let it leak. The dam goes off. Well, buddy, you're fucking leaking. You're fucking leaking. The third player ever since like 1990 to put up four touchdowns in one game on Monday Night Football, Aaron Jones. Congrats, bro, like dead ass. 
I'm not even mad about the loss. Don't ask me if I'm doing... I was doing great. I'm fucking goddamn... I got the best record in the world right now in NFL betting. I'm doing wonderful. I'm one and one. I'm still ahead of you in the division. Why are you talking to me? Talk to the other fuckers that are getting stomped out. Talk to fucking Stone. Talk to him. His fucking first overall pick is dropping seven. That's his best week of the year. Talk to him. Why are we? Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? My team's killing. And then what's gonna happen is I'm gonna start playing the bums of the league. I'm gonna start playing Sorry Stone, Julio and two. I'm gonna start playing Taji. I'm gonna play fucking Hoss's team on a bad week, or I'm gonna play somebody with three buys. I'm gonna start smoking people. Jesus Christ. I wasn't even sweating last week when Lamar Jackson almost took me out. Didn't break a sweat. Didn't break a sweat. Fucking are you okay? Are you doing good? How are you feeling, dude? And then now everybody like didn't even address it in the group chat because I think they could tell I literally wasn't even phased by it. Nobody addressed it in the group chat. Nobody. Just Chris. How we feeling, fella? Doing great. Cover the spread. Cover the spread. Got the over. You feeling good? Bet you are. You put duct tape over your fucking bumper that's about to fall off. Congratulations. <laughs> go, go, go trade Taji somebody. God damn. Go trade Taji somebody, Chris. Don't look at me. Look to the fucking people scoring 60 so you can scam some people off of them. Please, God. Jesus Christ. What happened in this week? <laughs> what happened in this week? And once again, I can take it as, as good as I can give it, so I don't give a shit. Once again, I don't care if someone talks shit to me. I just think he's asking me if I'm good, like I'm fucking playing like shit. But I'm, my team's going, team's going ape shit right now. He was, he, oh, he texted me earlier in the day. Will your team let my team play? Hmm. Will your team let my team play? <laughs> All right. So what happened in this uh, this week for me that went wrong? Really, nothing but AB. And I don't put that on AB or Tom. I think it was a let's get Mike Evans going game, and then we just started blowing him out. And we had two defensive touchdowns, so that kind of takes away from our offensive production. A big breaking news that happened today: Antonio Brown's on the COVID list, but luckily. I got it doesn't show it here. I dropped Robbie Anderson actually. And I, I really I think I will regret that. I think I will regret that, but at the same time I got Cordero Patterson and I got Sam Darnold. Uh I I wish I would have got uh Derek Carr and I wanted to stick with Tannehill, but in a twelve man it's better to bite early than bite late. And I truly believe Sam Darnold will end the, the year as a QB one in a twelve man, top twelve QB. I don't know about Tannehill doing that. We'll have to see. It's always about per week. Damien Harris went, it's going to be, this is going to be his consistent score to me. Now, like last week, he would have had 10 points again. Remember, guys, this is standard. This isn't some big, big score league. Uh, I think he's going to keep doing this. He had 12.4 against the, the Jets. 
think he's going to keep doing this. I think he's going to get 20. He's getting 20 touches every game. Love it. Austin Eckler giving me almost 14, 13 and a half. Love that. My receivers kind of scare me right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Allen Robinson got his touchdown, and that's what he does. But Robert Woods is not as involved as I want him to be. But I think when he starts putting touchdowns on top of his stat line, I think I'll be okay. Travis Kelsey did him. Tyson Williams fumbled at the one. Didn't lose it, though, so we're good. And then the reason I picked the Bills defense, two rookie quarterbacks in that division and a second-year QB who didn't even play a full season last year, got to see how it is. And that's why they're over here balling. So I'm cool with that. And then Chris's team, Miles Sanders is a terrible pick. I think DeAndre Swift isn't terrible. I think he's very touchdown dependent, though. Like, he got 25, 30 yards on the last drive, just dink and dunks alone. So he got points off that. Uh, I don't think he wins if he doesn't get those last. No, no, he would have. He would have because three and a half points. Yeah, he would have anyways because when when Aaron Jones scored, I think he went up by like .2 or something like that, .02 or something. So, And then obviously Aaron Jones spaz, four touchdowns. He has a ghost playing tight end. Devontae Smith, whoo, he didn't catch a screen pass and house it today, did he, boy? Uh, T. Higgins, wide receiver, one in Cincinnati to me still. Jamar Chase, as in, I think Jamar Chase is their first read. I think T. Higgins, stats-wise, will be number one. Calvin Ridley finally did something. I have him in my 10, man. We'll get to that. But overall, I think I had a great week. I think Chris had a great week. He had a dude drop fucking 36 in a standard league. Someone does that, bro, you're not going to win the week, period. You're not. So that's fine. But don't ask me if I'm doing okay, fella. How about that? So we'll go to the standings and then we'll uh we'll get on to my tin man. <sighs> okay. Stick with me through the fucking slowness of this. Okay, so my computer's going slow, so I'm just cutting. Alright. So I'm in second place in my division. Which I really want to get that top division spot. One, because we have an extra money payout for that person who gets first in the division. I like that shit a lot about this league. There's a lot of incentives to... Honestly, there's a lot of incentives throughout the whole year. I give Chris very... As much shit I just destroy, I just stomped on Chris like a cockroach. Uh, as much shit as I give him being one of my best friends in the world, by the way. Uh, he is a he is an amazing uh, fantasy football commissioner. So, I, he has all the motive. He gives people motivation to set your lineup till the end of the year. Because you can be in last place, but if your team spazzes, you get a a top week a top week score payout at the end of the year. You know what I mean? So I just like how this league is structured. I think everybody knows what they're doing, and with this division, man, I'll tell you what. But we're gonna go to. Points for and points against. So I am in the top five there. Yeah, top five. Me and Chris only separated by two points, so not that big of a gap. But uh, yeah, top five in points. That's all you want to be in in this league. Top two winners in the division take a playoff spot. The other four spots are four points only, which makes it more competitive in my opinion to get to get a better team because I'm sorry, dude, record doesn't matter. Chris will attest to this. Chris is like worst year of fantasy ever. 
We call it fantasy defense. Chris was winning every week playing guys going for like <laughs> 70, 64. Like he was getting everybody's worst week and he was fucking like five and two or some shit. I think he went deep into the season winning like that. It was kind of crazy. I bet I'm over-exaggerating. I think it was a three-week stretch of that because his team got hurt or they weren't doing good. It was a year he drafted Royce Freeman early and shit the bed. Uh, points against. You see, this is a common trend also. The thing is, I'm not going to shit on them. Uh, Drew points against. 149, landed 149. Uh, Zeke and Destroy 165. I can't shit on Landon and uh, or all three of those guys because they're top three in points. You know what I mean? Uh, Weaver, Drew, and Landon are all top in points, so the points probably wouldn't matter against them. But they're going against an average of fucking 80 a week and then Drew and fucking Landon. I mean, dude, I wish I had fucking Taji in my goddamn division. I want to smack him. I just want to play him so I don't have to worry about losing. Give me a free dub already. Jesus. But yeah, man, and the the pickups that I had this week were Sam Darnold. I dropped Robbie Anderson. I got Sam Darnold and I got Cordero Patterson. I dropped Robbie Anderson and Damian Williams. Only one I truly regret is Damian Williams. And if there is an injury to somebody on the Panthers at receiver, I will regret the Robert Anderson. Well, I should have kept it, but I think Cordero Patterson was too big of a, a get. I am like, while I'm talking, I want to go drop San Darnold again and get Robbie Anderson back, but I doubt they, I bet they've already taken him, but we'll have to see. So now we're going to get into the 10 man, and uh, yeah, I'll see you on a little bit. All righty. So we are in. My other 10-man full-point PPR, as you can see, the scores are jumping in this league, okay? Jumping. And also, this is the second week in a row I face a top three score. The last dude I faced last week was number two in scoring for the week, I believe. And this week I faced the top score, lost by fucking 18. 18. And I've just been getting spazzed on. I had Justin Herbert. I haven't had good QB play in either league. Christian McCaffrey's a walking 25 at least. Jonathan Taylor had a very bad week against Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Aaron Donald in those Rams on the defensive front. Calvin Ridley showed out in full point PPR. Mike Evans did his thing, finally got involved. Two tutties. I think he had five catches for 75 yards. Does that math add up? 75 plus 12. Yeah, five catches in part. Okay. Allen Robinson got me 10. Which is hor You can't drop a 10-piece in this league, apparently. You know, TJ Hawkinson has been one of the best pickups in fantasy this year. If you have him, you've been balling with him. And I think it continues. His prop bet this year that I bet on, uh, I listened to a gambling radio show on XM. His <clears throat> total yards for the season was at 760.5 when I, when I bet it. So I think that's going to hit. And obviously, I got the Bills defense again. I think they're... Fantastic defense. On my bench, I left Mike Davis. I didn't think he would do much against the the Bucks, and he didn't do that much. I thought Jalen Waddle was going to do better in this game. I thought they would score a touchdown or two against the Buffalo Bills. They did not. And I think I may keep him in with Jacoby Brissett. I think he's going to get a lot of dump-offs. I almost just bit my tongue. Now, I went against Travis Kelsey with 24 points in in full point. God damn. I went against the Buccaneers defense with two Two touchdowns. 
Cooper Cup dropped a goddamn 37 bomb on me. DJ Moore, 22. Debo Samuel, 16. Zeke Elliott, 17. I mean, I was just getting trampled on. And that's okay. I'm cool with that, man. And uh, as we go to the standings here, and I scored the, I was tied for second. Me and Pat tied for the second highest score, and I still lost. It's unfortunate. But look at this. Points against, I am getting wrecked in points against. Ball attested the best in fantasy. 219, the least points against. Congrats. I'm get, Me and LD are getting trampled on. We're getting 150. I'm getting one. I'm averaging 160 a week on my head. 162 a week on my fucking head. And my points for I'm not. I think I'm top five again. One, two, three, four. But I'm top. I'm five again. I'm number five again. Uh, but I I'll make a bold prediction here. I believe I will not finish this league with less than or with more than four losses. I bet you I finished this regular season out, what is there, 14 games this year maybe? Or do you actually have 13? I, either way, I'll, I'll go 9-4 and four or 10-4. and four. I guarantee it. I'm guaranteeing it right now. That's my guarantee for this league. And I try to get J.D. McKissick. Damn. I try to get J.D. McKissick and Cordero. Obviously, they went off the board. So, it's been a struggle for me. Uh, in this league to get a win I think I'm playing great I mean I'm gonna drop 150 this week your predictions are gonna be crazy in here but getting getting a 142 projected top tier top tier top tier top tier I might start Mike Davis over Jalen Waddle I'm not sure though I'm not sure mm, that's gonna be a hard one I'll take my L on Marquez Callaway. I tried to drop him and Justin Jackson. I just wanted the, when Eckler got his hammy hurt, I wanted the hand, handcuff, and I didn't get him. But in this league, I'm totally cool with this. You know, I'm playing Bates. He loses last week, right? Bates loses last week to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae. He will never throw Devontae a touchdown pass ever again. He doesn't throw him the ball enough. And and I'm done with this fucking league, man. And I just can't. Y'all want me to? Hold on. Let me go to this dude. Let me go to the scoreboard for last week. Hold on. This dude was in the Xbox party. I swear to God, I thought he was going to actually burst out in tears, like real tears. Like, he was like, bro, he won't throw him the ball. He's not even giving him the ball. Like, he'll never throw a touchdown to him. Let's go to his fucking week. This dude lost by three and had Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams uh, got 20.1 points, and Aaron Rodgers got 26.8. So that is 46.9, and he lost by three. Bro, why are you fucking crying? You you were down by literally 50 points and you thought you were going to win? You thought you were going to win. You thought you had a chance. Well, uh, he's the dude that's like, I don't have a chance. I don't have a chance. It's over. And then he gets close to winning. He's like, man, I should win. Why didn't I win? Like, he's just, he was just in the party about to cry. Just fucking, I'm done with this league. I'm seeing everybody trades. Who wants this trash can of a team? 
Like, bro, you put up 99 in a full point week one. Bro, we got two people in here that don't know what the fuck they're doing, and the other one doesn't know. If one dude doesn't know what he's doing, the other won't set his fucking lineup. All right? Quit bitching, bro. We're basically in an eight-man, but ten people drafted. Fucking make the playoffs and shut up. And the problem with people in this league also, they don't use their waivers correctly. When they miss on their waiver, like the top guys, they use their waiver later. So then they're never at the top of the waiver list. They don't know how to get to the top of the waiver list. It's insane. God. Tired of people crying, alright? I did it all last year. Now I'm going to bitch and moan this year when it gets late in the season. You damn, I'll be on here fucking shouting to the fucking sky late in the season. How you doing, fella? Shut up. How you doing, fella? Okay. My best matchups of the week. I'm a eight-point favorite. Should I bet Bates the line? I should text him, y'all. I'll bet you $10 on our line or something. <laughs> uh, his best matchups right here are Chris Carson versus Minnesota. DK versus Minnesota. George Kittle versus Green Bay. And Marquise Brown versus Detroit. And unfortunately for Bates... I he they don't listen to my podcast apparently I was saying anybody who has Marquise Brown needs to start him because when Rashad Bateman comes back it ain't gonna be the same when Rashad Bateman comes back all his tar his targets are gonna get cut in half I've been saying that all year so I think Mike Evans is gonna give me a three piece against Jalen Ramsey I think he is uh, and I'm gonna. After this, I'm going to talk briefly about the Bucks game, what I expect, and then I'll get out of here. But, yeah, I think Allen Robinson versus Cleveland is a good matchup for me. I think they're going to have to throw the ball a lot at the end of the game. Jonathan Taylor versus Tennessee. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Christian McCaffrey versus Houston may go for 46, literally. Uh, Justin Herbert versus Kansas City. I expect a huge game from him, and if he doesn't give me a huge game, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do if he doesn't, you know. So, uh, yeah, and I like the Bills versus Taylor Heineke. TJ Hawkinson versus Baltimore I like as well. They got good linebackers, but we'll see. I think he'll get his catches in. He'll get his dinks and dunks at the end of the game. Uh, and that's what I dislike about this league once again. And I, you know what? I've committed. I, I told them straight up, listen, man, I said I wasn't going to hit the waiver wire or nothing. Guess what, man? I paid $100 for this league. I'm going to set it and forget it, but if I think there's some pickups, I'm cool. I'm cool, man. All right. I'm going to set it and forget it, but it's fine. Because I'm logged in on my phone on my 12-man standard all day. So, and I just go off of that. But, so this is what I'm looking at this week. Hopefully, I don't get a fucking nuke on me again, but we'll see. I'm going to see if he'll bet the line. And my starts and sits, I really have everybody I want to start. I am questioning, though, if I should start... Uh Oh, no, 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 not in this league. Oh, Mike Davis versus the Giants. I think I should start him. I think he'll get a touchdown. And uh, he should be starting James White over Marquise Brown against N.O. He should. But he's not going to. I don't care. Oh, no, he should be starting him over Brandon Cooks. He should move Brandon Cooks to Marquise spot, or Marquise to Brandon Cooks spot in the, three wide, the third wide receiver and put 
Uh, and I thought he had uh, Damian Harris on his bench. And then he should put James White in Brandon Cook's spot in the flex. He's not going to, so I don't really give a fuck what he does. I hope he just dies this week and quits the league because he will if he loses, and I can't wait for that. I'm going to somehow get that recorded. I'll, like, put it on my – I'll record it on my phone, unplug my mic on the TV or some shit, his reaction to the week. So, all right, guys. I'll be right back with a little Bucks preview, and I'll be done for the day podcast, and I hope you all enjoyed this, man. Thank you so much. Oh, my hands are getting, oh, oh, it's getting hot in this, oh, baby, you know what time it is for the Sands Scorching Six, I'm on fire this year, let Cowherd have five, I give six picks out, I give six picks out, I bet you I give you a winning record or you're going even, let's fucking get to it, first pick, Tennessee, five and a half, they're covering, they're covering the five and a half over Indianapolis, Jacob Eason, what's going to happen with him? I think Tennessee loads the box. I think they bring blitzes. Make Jonathan Taylor not beat you. Make Jacob Eason beat you. He's got nothing to throw to. I know their secondary is horrible. I just see the Tennessee Titans run the ball down their fucking throats. And Tannehill is going to get back to normal. Tannehill will get back to normal. Am I really that confident? You'll see in my fantasy preview. I don't know. I don't know if I'm that confident. But... I think he gets back to normal. Maybe this is the game he does. And I would also, I'm not going to make this an official pick. I'll probably go with the under on that game as well. But Tennessee's covering. Don't see the Colts being able to keep up with Derrick Henry in the play-action pass with that defense on the field all the time. Once again, Tennessee's defense is terrible. I don't know if they're that bad to lose to a backup quarterback and not cover the five. My next pick, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Chiefs. I have over 55. Chiefs are giving up the most rush yards per game in the league. I see Austin Eckler going crazy this game. Their secondary is not that good either. I think their defense just sucks overall. Tyrell Matthew, you're good. Chris Jones, you're good. Frank Clark, I hadn't seen you all year. Where are you? They got uh, Chris Jones at DN now. I think that's their problem against the run this year solely. And it's only been two weeks, I know, against the best two rushing teams in the NFL arguably fucking ever, right? <laughs> like, they're running wild on people right now. They're going for 200 <clears throat> a game. The Ravens and the Browns are. But I have confidence that the over's just going to hit. I don't see all those penalties happening. I think Justin Herbert has finally a game, fantasy-wise, where he does well. Three to four touchdowns. Austin Eckler scores a couple. We'll see what happens. I think Keenan Allen's going to have a huge day tomorrow. I think the Chiefs do win. I'm not picking that spread. It's a little sketchy. It's a five and six and a half point spread, right? Yes, don't like it. My next pick, and this is going to surprise some people. I know it is. For some reason, I have a feeling. I had a gut feeling about the uh, the Giants game as well. Money line. I have a feeling about this Washington football team Buffalo game. I think the Washington football team can put up 13 points. I think Buffalo will do the rest. <laughs> I think Washington can put up 14 to 17 points, and if they can't, I'll lose my bet. That's fine. This is the riskiest bet of all my bets, in my opinion. Washington football team and the Buffalo uh, Bills over 45 and a half. I like the bet. I think Josh Allen's going to shred them. 
I think their offensive line is good enough to hold up that defensive front with a, and they got a lot of guys that can get open out there in Buffalo. So I'm not really worried about the corners covering that well. Mostly what we saw, uh, I was about to say Terry McLaurin. What the fuck? Sterling Shepard do to the Washington football team. I can see him doing to the Washington football team as well. Stephon Diggs is a much more talented receiver. I know it was in the slot. Shit, Cole Beasley, I don't know if he's out there, but Cole Beasley, oh yeah, I just saw a joke about the wearing a mask thing. Anyways, Cole Beasley may have a big day. We'll see. I love that pick by me, honestly. My next pick, we had the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, Hunter. Versus the, they don't have the line on here. I'm telling you, they probably deleted that line. I got the Raiders at a four-point favorite two days ago against the Dolphins, no Tua. And the offense didn't look good when when Brissett, smoked brisket Brissett was out there when Tua went down either. The O-line does not look good. You can tell them to stop hating until you start getting your ass whooped back there by Max Crosby, who cannot be defended right now. He is going crazy this year. I think Derek Carr is on fire. <clears throat> I don't see Miami stopping them by any means. I don't. I do not see it. I do not see Brissett making big plays against Las Vegas. I don't fucking see it. Got Las Vegas winning by four. The Seattle game. It's Seattle versus the Vikings. These are two teams that are putting up 30 points a game damn near. It'll hit again. The Vikings defense has so many injuries, my God. They're off-season injuries, so you don't even, like, hear about them. Like, you think week one, that's supposed to be their starters. No, they got too many off-season injuries that aren't coming back. Anthony Barr, I don't believe, will be out there. Like, none of their really, like, decent players on defense that is already bad with them out there. I see Seattle having a comeback game. I see the Vikings doing perfectly fine running the ball on this team and getting their deep shots off. I think the over is a very good pick. And the Green Bay Packers are fucking underdogs in this game against the San Francisco 49ers. Three and a half point spread. They got to cover three and a half. Okay, my pick, my what I bet on is money line, but I'm giving you the, the fucking line, okay? And my lock of the week out of one of these six picks is the Seattle over 55. Love the bet. Can't wait to see it. And holy shit, I did all these picks. The sand scorching six is over in less than six or seven minutes. I did it within the six-minute time frame. Let's get into the fucking fantasy football shit. Bet this shit. Bet this shit. Bet my fucking picks. You'll win money, bro. Call your bookie. You'll win money. Or you'll go fucking even. I guarantee it. I'm guaranteed stamp. Guaranteed stamp, motherfucker. Okay, guys. Bucks preview real quick. We got the Rams this week. AB is out due to COVID. We're missing Sean Murphy bunting. This is a... uh, I think think Daryl Henderson's out, though. And... I don't know. I want to see how the Bucks defend uh, tight ends, wide receivers in space with Devin White. I think he is one of the key players. I got a few key players in this game. I'm going to give them to you. I think Devin White in pass coverage has been below average in his career. 
And I want to see if he can play in coverage while being aggressive to the ball and not having his first step going backwards always, but kind of, you know, keeping that foot forward but still being able to play coverage. I think that's huge with the play-action rollouts. But once again, with Daryl Henderson out, with this front seven, can the Rams run the ball effectively to get their offense going? Sean McVay is not a shotgun spread you out pass it. He's a set everything up, deep bombs, uh, 20-yard crossers with cup, uh, short passes off the run, read option screens with the quarterback, uh, RPOs really. And that's why this is so interesting to me. And on the flip side, with A.B. out, people, I'm comparing A.B. and Daryl Henderson because this is a, another key matchup. Mike Evans versus Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if Mike Evans gets the best of Jalen Ramsey. He is one of my favorite players in the NFL. Obviously, he's on my favorite team. I don't know if he can get the best of Jalen Ramsey, and it's not about him getting the best of him. I know for a fact he can't get the best of Jalen Ramsey. Okay, but I will say this. Jalen Ramsey has always had more trouble. He's never had trouble with anybody. He's had more trouble with big-bodied wide receivers like DeAndre Hopkins. That's his toughest matchup in the league. I'm not saying Mike Evans is as good as DeAndre Hopkins, but they have similar body builds, size, speed, uh, catching ability. Yes, DeAndre probably has the best hands in the NFL, but Mike Evans is right up there with him. I'll tell you that. And... I don't know that when he gets neutralized, are we going to go 12 personnel with two tight ends and have Chris Godwin on the outside where he's not that comfortable? Or are we going to put Scotty Miller out there, which is going to be really weird because we're not going to be able to run the ball on Aaron Donald, which is another key matchup. Ryan Jensen, Ali Marpet, how do you handle Aaron Donald? How do you do it? I want to see what the inside of this O-line can do versus Aaron Donald. I want to see what Mike Evans and Jalen can do. On the outside, because this is this is maybe an NFC Championship preview right here before our very eyes. And we lost to them last year with Jared Goff, because they have the type of offense that destroys us. <laughs> Short passes, they didn't really get big plays on us. I don't know. I think Tom Brady's deep ball has to be locked and loaded. Complete those balls. I think we got to hit Gronk over the middle. He's got to be a wide receiver this game. And we're going to see if we do run 12 personnel. Because I, I don't know. I think Tom Brady's going to have to pass that ball 45 times on uh, Sunday. That's what I think. I'm very confident that we win. This is the least confident I've been in a game since all of last year. All of last year. I was confident that we could win every single game. This one, I am I think we can win. We have the best team in the league, in my opinion, the best roster. And I think that Carlton Davis is going to clamp Robert Woods or whoever he's going against out there, Vaughn Jefferson, Van Jefferson, how you say his name, whoever he's going against. I need to see what Ross Cocker will do if Mike Edwards makes more big plays in the slot because Cooper Cup is there to whoop our ass. That's what he wants. He wants to fuck us up. And we got to see how we use blitzes, how we utilize blitzes against this really like quick pass. And they use quick passes to set up deep balls and play action to set up quick passes, then set up a deep ball. It's very weird offense. I love to watch it. It's not weird as in when you watch it. It's just a weird concept. And 
They use a lot of levels. I don't know. These are level routes where everything's stacked on top of each other. You're reading each level of the defense. I want to see how that plays into the hands of the Bucks. I think Levante David makes a big, big play this week. Man, it's so fucking good. He's going to be dolo. I think we're blitzing Devin White every fucking play. <laughs> Just fucking send him at the quarterback. So that's what I'm expecting. But my final score prediction of this game, the Bucks are one and a half point favorites. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. 31-27 Buccaneers. That's the end of the podcast. The pod goat is fucking out. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Goose! Hey, yeah.